0: I'm always like a little bit keyed up about being on an airplane in general. Okay. Like, I don't fully believe in them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's fair. Though. I
0: mean, it is surreal. Yeah. Like, sometimes
2: I, I try to take a second when I'm on a plane to think, I am
1: thousands of feet in the sky yeah. right now.
0: I don't know. It's hard for me to like fully accept the fact that like I'm in this giant thing and we're so high right yeah,
1: now. Yeah, <laughs> we're going so, so
0: fast. We're going so very fast it's just all working it's all working (laughs) out Episode 11, which is still surprising to me, (laughs) even though last episode was number 10. That's so many that we've done already. This one is National Treasure. It came out in 2004. Facts. Facts. (laughs) It stars Nicolas Cage, Harvey Keitel, John Voight... Voight?
2: Yeah,
0: that's right. Voight? Sean Bean, Diane Kruger, and a completely unrecognizable Justin Bartha. (laughs) (laughs) He was... Literally in the last movie that we watched, The Hangover, and I still had no idea it was him until Hallie mentioned it afterwards. I'm just very bad at recognizing celebrities.
1: He looks the same, I mean, just like... with slightly mussier hair, His yeah. hair and got, facial like, hair. He's got
0: bangs and he's got, like, facial hair. He even talks a little bit different. He does, like, a different...
1: It's not, like, significantly, though. He has, like... It's not, like... Christian Bale doing the Batman voice versus (laughs) Christian Bale's regular voice. This is just... It's still just Justin Bartha.
0: He's doing like a... He's like doing a dorky Riley voice.
1: Maybe that's just his voice and you call him dorky and now he's upset. He was doing a
0: cool voice in The Hangover and this is just real voice.
1: Oh, yeah. He's the same. I think I have just
0: a problem. Like, I think I mostly recognize people by their hair and... You know, like, some people so have, if like... Halle
1: walked in with her pixie cut.
0: I I mean, I would be expecting Hallie, but if Hallie and I were in, like, at a party with a bunch of people and Hallie had a pixie cut, I may not recognize her. <laughs> <laughs> it would take a while. I actually... There was a, a guy that I play games with very infrequently. He, he shows up, like, every... Like, once a month, maybe. But he used to have kind of shoulder-length hair and was clean-shaven. And this time that I saw him, he had like buzzed his head and had a beard going and i had no idea it was him <laughs> like
1: that one sounds a bit more reasonable though because that's like completely different those, those are changing two things at once
0: yeah yeah and facial hair can really change down. a person yeah slow down <laughs> so, like, one at a time <laughs> one at a time now. yeah anyways justin bartha he plays the sidekick national treasure was a box office hit Although the critics sort of hated it. A quote I found from Roger Ebert was that it was so silly that the Monty Python version could use the same screenplay line for line. <laughs> Which, okay, we can we can get into that later. It is, it is kind of a romp. It's kind of a romp. I don't
2: exactly disagree with the statement, but I disagree with, like, the sentiment behind it.
0: Right. I think it is a silly movie, but not in a disparaging way. Yeah,
2: like I don't... I'm surprised that people hated it, apparently, or that critics hated it. People hate it. Critics, joy.
0: Critics apparently. That, Its Metacritic score is like in the 30s or something. It's not great. Is that
1: out of 100? <laughs> yes. It's, I gonna think... say it's like out of 40, doing pretty yeah. well. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because everybody uses that out of 40 It doesn't
1: deserve a score <laughs> that low. Someone used a 145-point visual analog scale in the article I'm working on. I'm like, who does a 145-point visual <laughs> <What>? analog scale? <laughs> what is wrong with you? And then they converted it to a 10.1. I'm Why like, did you just do just a 10.1 do <laughs> to <the> begin with? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wild times. Yeah. Oh, also, the first film in the National Treasure trilogy, which as soon as the third one gets made, will be a real thing. They've apparently been working on a script for it since 2013, but to quote producer Jerry Bruckheimer, they're having the damnedest time writing it, which I totally understand.
1: <laughs> they have a lot to live up to. How have... do you top stealing the Declaration of Independence? Right.
0: There's there's a second... Have you seen the second one?
1: Oh, I own the second one. And I love it.
0: Did it what... You explained I it truly... to me last time. But...
1: There is... So, they're they're near Mount Rushmore, and he has to kidnap the president. And
0: <laughs> so, so the stakes are even a little bit higher. Yeah,
1: yeah. I don't. I truly though. I was trying to think of that as we watched. I was like, man, what does happen in the second one? What are they even? Oh yeah, his, he's trying to like save his family's name because they may or may not be traitors from way back when. Okay. So he's like, um, not my great 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 grandfather.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of family stuff, a lot of family history in this yeah, movie. Yeah, let it go. Yeah. In case you haven't seen it, here's a plot summary. National Treasure is the story of Benjamin Franklin Gates, which is his actual name, a historian and treasure hunter in search of history's greatest secret, a centuries-old cache of gold and treasure hidden by the Knights Templar and the Freemasons. The Gates family has been on the hunt for generations, and Ben has finally found the clue that will lead them to the treasure a secret map on the back of the Declaration of Independence. But Gates isn't alone in the hunt, as his old partner Ian has gone rogue and wants to steal the Declaration first. A shipwreck in the Arctic, a pair of snazzy glasses, and more lemons than one man could possibly eat in a lifetime. (laughs) National treasure. Seeing it for the first time, for some reason the Declaration of Independence just kept becoming funnier and funnier as the movie went on. It's just such a ridiculous object to have as the centerpiece of a heist film. Like, it's... Every, everybody knows the declaration of it. It's not like some obscure document, like the Silence Do Good litters or whatever, which also make an appearance in the film. But it's like, it's the Eiffel Tower, but it's a secret rocket ship. <laughs> the Lincoln yeah, Memorial, but it's a speakeasy.
1: It's fun. <laughs>
0: yeah. They just, like, they went all out. The founding document of our country is also a treasure map.
1: A Lincoln Memorial speakeasy sounds amazing. <laughs> is that from something?
0: No, I just I just came up with it.
1: Are you sure? Off the top of my head.
0: Did you? I did.
1: Cause the Eiffel Tower rocket ship one is from something else. I know. Is it? It is. <laughs> I made,
0: I thought I made that one up too, cause they both look like a rocket ship.
1: It um. The rocket ship. And Eiffel <laughs> Tower
0: both very they similar head. to the rocket ship.
1: <laughs> Tomorrowland. Is that the movie? I haven't seen Tomorrowland. But that's what it's called. Only oh, right. George Clooney? Yes. Yeah. Eiffel Tower's of rocket ship, <laughs> and that wow. one. Wow. Wait to spoil it.
2: Yeah. Go to the Lincoln Memorial speakeasy. Yeah, that sounds that's like amazing. Lincoln predates speakeasies by some years. They probably I would, I would have, like,
1: it. really cool themed drinks, and they probably have one about the Lincoln Tome Thieves.
2: <laughs> tome Thieves. <laughs> the Tomb yeah.
1: Thieves. Yes. Tome. Lincoln's.
2: Lincoln's. Body tome Corpse Thieves. Yeah, it's a good story.
0: I know, I know that story. Yes, you, you can tell it on the podcast if you'd like. No,
2: man, we That's have time for that.
0: <laughs> All right, well, look it up. That'll be that'll be our bonus content. telling the story <laughs> of the Lincoln Tomb Thieves. Yeah, the Declaration of Independence. It keeps getting like stolen back and forth and thrown around. It was it was like. It was funny in, like, a weirdly irreverent way. Everyone both treats it as this almost holy object, and then Ben is going to, like, squeeze lemon juice on it like it's a taco, <laughs> you know? And, like, it's almost run over by a truck. It's just, like, all these... <laughs> Nearly sort falls of, like...
1: to its death in that pit.
0: In that pit? Yeah. Yeah. He has to save it instead of...
1: face is almost hit by a save car, Abigail? Abigail.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was a thing that I thought... I also thought <laughs> that they maybe overdid it a little bit on the like, brainiac plus moron sidekick shtick. It's like Holmes and Watson, but mm-hmm. Riley is an exceptionally dumb Watson who Riley's only exists- Riley's not this... dumb. He Remember really... the
1: very beginning thing when they're like, how do you know this boat will be here? And he's like, I'm no expert, but based on this and this and this and had science, science science." He said a
0: bunch of science gibberish. Yeah, he yeah. did. But, like,
1: Call
0: he guy. only sort of exists so Gates can explain things to him and, like, by extension, the audience, but...
2: I don't think that you're wrong, but Riley is also the breakaway favorite character yeah. for, like, everybody who watches the movie.
0: Is he? He is, yeah. He, I mean, there's not yeah. a lot to choose from. That's reasonable. We can reasonable, talk about that later. But,
2: like... Riley is just so like caustic, but in a friendly way. The whole movie.
1: Everyone has
2: a crush on Riley. He's great. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Riley was a a a, a hot yeah. crush item. Oh, for sure. Okay. Definitely more than Ben Gates.
0: Well, I mean, like I said, there's not a lot to choose from.
2: <laughs> there, there is not.
0: Especially if you're attracted to women. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's, there's Doctor Chase. There are two. <laughs> there's her and her secretary
2: who appears twice
0: right this film does not pass the Bechdel test it does okay.
1: not pass the Bechdel test
0: almost almost assuredly
1: yeah there's another female in the second movie up to two are they together they is Abigail have... Chase in the second they movie they both have yes. names <laughs> oh okay yes except one of them is Abigail Chase and I don't remember the name of the other but it's his mom oh. yeah you thought she was dead I thought Maybe. she was dead she's not <laughs>
2: It's a twist. It's a twist. It's a twist. Carry on.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, so I kind of get that Riley is a proxy to have things, like, explained to, but he never feels, because he knows all the tech stuff, and he can do all the, like...
0: Hacking he he e- he like,
2: stuff. stuff, And then he gets the moment where he knows so he about knows any, like, some tech stuff
1: times. about how he broke into the thing and set up the wire stuff and did the thing and then set it up to his car and was switching between the cameras and that's just some tech stuff. Like, I feel very defensive <laughs> for some reason. I'm like, go ahead, say more bad things about my like, favorite well, like, character. Well, like,
0: here's, like here's an example. So like even in the moments where he does know something, there's like the scene in the Library of Congress where he goes and he breaks down the whole security system mm-hmm. for the declaration. I mean it's like we've got all these sensors and he like, well the plan will never work. Immediately afterwards Ben is like, actually here's the preservation room and Riley's like, What's the preservation room? Are there jams and jellies in it? He okay, just, but that was like, a has, joke. Well it's a joke but like he still he knows everything about everything except for the thing that's actually gonna matter for the plan, which is the preservation room. That's- I just,
1: but I feel like you can I feel like you still can't say he's super dumb because he he knows a lot. He went through all these different things and he explained all this. That's
2: reasonable, but because Riley is not the only character that happens to, I don't feel like we get a surplus of the like smart main character, dumb sidekick, trope. Because like he does that to Abigail Chase, to Ian at the beginning, to like the FBI guy at the end. Like he that's just Benjamin Gates. He just knows things and he's like, But I have this one up plan. So it just feels like a general case. Of two competent main character with everybody involved rather than that specific trope being overplayed.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. I mean I think so I still time disagree. He's still I think it's maybe it's just because Riley's with him a lot more of yeah. the time. So like there's so much of Ben condescending to Riley. But you're right, he does he does do that with other people as well. That's like it's sort of his shtick.
2: And I right. guess Riley's response is all, is always like do they keep jellies there like it's almost undermining the it's importance like, You're of what are going to tell about another thing, to say, thing that know? I don't no. and it's like great here we go again so it seems like he is aware of it and like he can handle it because of his sarcastic nature it feels like they like the writers gave him that as a shield okay. almost mm-hmm. and that it, and it, for me it helps to dispel any like legitimate Patronizing that may have been going on.
0: Okay. I can see that. I was not a fan of Riley.
2: You were the only person I have ever heard <laughs> to say I was not a fan of Riley. I was not a yeah. fan of Riley. I cannot I know. Not, Riley's not, great.
0: I mean, I don't think I have a favorite character in the movie. Just, it should
1: be Riley. It's true. No.
0: I if
2: think... not him, Abigail Chase. It's true. I like. If not Abigail Chase, <laughs> Ian whose name whose last name i cannot remember
0: they all have like
1: four letter last know.
0: name is it like how or something how how yeah something like that
1: what is riley's last name
0: bridges oh no oh no, he says it's, it it's, I he it was,
2: says it oh no
0: it starts with it pool p-o-o-l-e yeah they all have like really short last yeah. names yeah okay mr riley pool
2: well those are the order of characters who should be your favorite
1: yeah. I thought you said odor. What? I'm kind
0: of, <laughs> What? I do kind of like Ian. If, Ian's fun! Yeah. I don't know if he's fun, but he's okay. like... He's like competent. <laughs> he, he's like... It was... I, I really Okay, enjoyed... so
1: he's competent when he's like, we're just gonna shoot bullets and blow things up, but Riley, who has a plan about like, here's why this won't work, insert detailed information, is dumb. I just want to get this straight.
0: Well, I mean... Ian seems to know what he's doing, and because
1: he's an illegal person, he's an illegal person. He he's illegal, an illegal person. <laughs> no, he's a person who does illegal things.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was. I really liked the scene where they were both like, we got two heists at the same time, mm-hmm. and like we got to see the sort of stealth mission. I'm gonna wear my tuxedo under my workers' clothes yeah. thing. And everybody like gonna try and sneak the glass away from Abigail to get her, her thumbprint. Yeah. Whereas Ian is just like, I'm gonna tase this guy, pick him up. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Their their plan seemed much more to the point. I don't know that that necessarily makes him smarter, but yeah. like, I don't know. It was I liked having the 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 dynamic of both of those things going on at the same time, and like both of them coming together like meeting at like just about the same moment that was pretty good i was into that i agree Uh, yeah i think i said like about 15 minutes in i would rather have literally anyone else in the world than riley to pull off a heist with
2: i think you did say something like
0: that
1: and i just ignored it because i was watching (laughs) riley pull off the heist like oh riley you're fun i didn't hear it because you didn't speak loud enough so i couldn't hear it on my end of the couch (laughs) project
0: okay but Riley, not not my favorite. I'm sorry.
1: I apologize, no, you're to not. Us apologize to Riley.
0: How do we feel about Abigail? We mentioned Abigail. I, feel I like, like her. I feel like she doesn't get any respect in the movie.
2: I would agree. In fact, the one time, because I was thinking about this, when Ian refers to, to Riley and Abigail, he says Riley and Dr. Chase. And I was like, wow, the villain has shown her more respect right? than
1: either Anywhere of the two else. main characters. Yeah. I was like, good for you, Sean Bean. Good for you. Well, that's the thing. When we left, I was saying as we walked to our cars, like, it's one of those things where I love National Treasure, and I have loved it since it came out, (laughs) but it's one, like, you see the scene when you're younger, and he's like, will you stop talking? And then she keeps going, he's like, wow, she really doesn't know how to be quiet, does she? And you're like, ha ha ha, it's funny, but watching it now, I'm like... She has very legitimate questions. She has very legitimate (laughs) reasons to be concerned. And you are saying nothing. (laughs) But you will let Riley say all these little quips and lines, but not Dr. Chase, who just has been through a lot and is completely in the dark. And so that was one thing that I'm like, "Mm, hmm. Yeah, I don't
2: like the way they've been talks no. to yeah. her or treats her yeah. it
1: gets better as it goes even riley on, too but that's
0: though even riley i like the first thing the first thing that we hear about her from riley is oh she's cute yeah
1: she's,
2: that's not ideal That's and not then, yeah
0: and then it's always like when he's on the they're on the not the walkie-talkie, he, 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 we'll he's call it walkie-talkie yeah he's talking to to ben he's like oh is the hot girl there what's she wearing yeah what's the, that's you know, he, he never yeah. refers to her as anything other Which than, like, is a sexual object.
2: Kind of weird because, like, she's part of the plan. So, mm-hmm. of course she's there. This was, surely you know that his plan to get in there was with the thumbprint. Oh, so the question true. should have been, oh, did you find her? Yeah. yeah. Not, oh, she's there? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And in the end, all he's got to say is, oh, looks like you got the girl.
2: Yeah, and then she's like, <laughs> you Tee-hee. did. And it's like,
0: Tee-hee, I oh. did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Ben's always telling her to shut up, like, up until the point that he grabs her and kisses her in the tunnel. Yeah, it's That's... like,
2: and then the villain- We got some
0: problems, we got some problems with what, the what one if... female character I in the movie. One
2: of the henchmen too is like, she won't shut up, and I was like, guaranteed she's given you the same number of instructions as your boss gives you on a daily basis. Yeah, It just, it just, it makes me mad that that became a running gag when she speaks no more than any other character- no, yeah. and says, like, reasonable things. Like, what is happening? Yeah, Why do you have the Declaration of Independence? <laughs> We're being shot at. And What's instead going on? of Van yeah. being like, okay, we stole it because of reasons, we'll explain it to you in a second. Are you okay? He's just like, are you okay? Are you okay? And, like, he, I don't like the way yeah. he looks at her when they're in the van. Like, calm down, small child. Oh, yeah. The expression he gives, and it's upsetting. And I, I don't like that she never gets... A moment to one-up him like Riley gets the daylight savings thing and that's fun yeah and Abigail Chase gets moments where she's on the same level as Benjamin Gates but never a moment where she's like I know something that you don't as a doctor and the curator of of that museum like
1: right as a person in a very high level position
2: the only thing was
1: really when she's like I will handle this document because I've been trained how to do it, but that's not knowing more, per se. That's just, yeah. don't squeeze a lemon straight on yeah. the Declaration <laughs> right. She gets a lemon, like, and she like, squeezes it slightly more gently and in, no, in, in the corner gets the of the... Mm-hmm. She she gets the gives Q-tip.
2: She the tip But, like, God. So that was, like, smart. Yeah. That but was I wanted her, her document training. It worked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, I don't know. I want her to have a moment. She doesn't get She it. Doesn't,
0: it. deserves better. She doesn't get She deserves better. She deserves better.
1: I like that they gave her... A practical outfit, though. It was. I don't remember what her shoes were, but like once they change, she was in like a turtleneck and a jacket and like some shoes where and she could move around in. Yeah. Buy stuff like from the clearance is... rack at Urban Outfitters. Yeah, with... God. Clearance rack. is still gonna be too yeah. expensive. <laughs> with too with expensive.
0: their loose change from the book. Yeah. <laughs>
1: That may, uh, seem mixed
0: Unrealistic.
2: <laughs> no, that's the most unrealistic scene in the movie is them buying two outfits from Urban Outfitters, uh, Urban Outfitters yeah. for less than two hundred
1: dollars. Yeah. yeah, like full outfits, not like, just yeah. like two new shirts or something. Like they get jeans, brand new outfits. They get jackets. Turtlenecks are expensive. Yeah, and they have like multiple layers. Like she puts mm-hmm. on a tank top, then her shirt, then the jacket. He probably has at least two layers. Yeah, pants. I was, shoes. I was talking
0: with one of my best friends and she was like we we go through this every few months she decides that that i need a makeover (laughs) (laughs) so we were talking about like fashion which is a thing like movies i have no basis of understanding like whatsoever Mm -hmm. so she was like she's like sending me websites to look at and like it's like a 70 dollar t-shirt I think I have that T-shirt. I bought it for like ten dollars. <laughs> Those jeans are like two hundred bucks. Who can afford two hundred? So, I, I had that that similar moment when they were in Urban Outfitters, and they both leave looking like very attractive. Yeah. And <laughs> like so Urban so
1: Outfitter very, models, mannequin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, how does that's completely on. Un- impossible like you like
1: gotta important. go to Meyer and buy some clothes <laughs> right. there. exactly
0: yeah you
2: can't go to Urban Outfitters yeah it's not an important scene it just it just it just makes me upset
0: <laughs> yeah and yeah. we oh,
2: also um, don't like during that scene that Ben asks Abigail if she's ever said I love you to somebody she says yes and yeah. said more than once I mean it's like, he's like testing he's like using that to explain his, yeah. Father. his father yeah. so it's whatever but like he never reciprocates with that kind of question so it just feels unbalanced yeah yeah A little bit problematic a little bit a little bit a little bit let's go back to the declaration of independence <laughs> what's your next what's your next question
0: i think well i think part of it is it, it's a big part of what made the movie successful to me was how it recognizes the ridiculousness of its plot. It
2: leans into it. It's great.
0: Like when Ben first tells Riley he's going to steal the Declaration of Independence, Mm -hmm. Riley's first instinct is to just laugh at him. Yeah. And, you know, this is like coming right after they went to the FBI and nobody believed them. And they first meet Abigail and she basically like laughs them out of the office. And and they're like
1: in Homeland Security. This is where we lost them. Yeah, this scene is great because they're like, there's a treasure map. (laughs) And you can tell that they're specifically trying to like phrase it like we believe there may be i don't remember what word they use but it clearly is like a cartograph cartograph. yeah a cartograph cartograph on the back like they're just trying to sound like please don't read between the lines and realize we're saying (laughs) treasure map that's invisible
0: yeah but it really there are other moments like that too it knows that it's asking the audience to like believe a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and it just it just leans into it and which it's is, like, here we go, we're gonna we're doing it. Which
2: is why I f I don't like the Roger Ebert comment, because correct, it is a ridiculous script, but like there's honesty in it and there's like we yeah. know this is silly and ridiculous, we're asking you to have a fun time and imagine there is a treasure map on yeah. the back of the Declaration yeah. of Independence. It doesn't Do try we to have proof it? that there isn't I guess not, (laughs) because it could be a conspiracy. (laughs) Yeah. But, like, there's no... They don't overplay it, and they don't try to make it super edgy or serious. There's just a really genuine effort to make
1: it fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was part of the object itself becoming funnier and funnier to me. Mm -hmm. And it's not
1: the whole person (laughs) for paper. There's a
0: certain... I've, I've never figured out, like, the right term to explain it, but reading books sometimes... There's a certain thing that some authors will do where you're in on, like, you can tell that they're in on the joke, but they're going ahead with it anyways. Yeah. And, like, the whole movie sort of felt that way to me. You know, every step of the way, it's like, this is a completely unbelievable, ridiculous thing, but we're going to do it anyways. Yeah. Here's, <laughs> like, here's Here it is. Here's, here it is. Believe it. Exactly. And like, here's step three of the plan to steal the Declaration of Independence. (laughs) We're really doing it. And I always... I don't know it always brings a smile to my face when i'm reading a book or like watching something like that that i can tell that the people involved in making it are like this is ridiculous (laughs) (laughs) it's amazing (laughs) yeah so yeah i i agree that if they wanted to make it into a comedy or like a spoof on an action heist film they really easily could have done that and Mm -hmm. just like played it up for laughs Mm -hmm. but they treat it with the right amount there's like a, a good balance between the movie understanding that it's got a silly premise yeah. but everybody's still going along and like treating yeah. it as if like yeah. nope we're really stealing the declaration of independence and we're really looking for the treasure map
2: there's like some emotional weight behind all of it too like they yeah. like set up benjamin gates family thing with mm-hmm. like his dad and they make mm-hmm. that connection like meaningful at the end Mm -hmm. and then they like have him betrayed by his his partner at the beginning and you know they have someone who's clearly evil after the declaration of independence versus Mm -hmm. the good guys after it so they they you know they use like they use storytelling yeah to kind of to to bolster it and make it like a legitimate not just a comedy film but it's still funny because of what it is yeah so it just it you're right. It strikes a very very good balance. I yeah. Respect it.
0: Yeah. It's that's like really hard to do. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It could really easily, and I, I guess it doesn't land for everybody like movie critics. They've no <laughs> with their expectations. And
2: again, not all of it works. But, like the romance between Ben and Abigail is like. Mm, yeah, I felt really shoehorned in there. Yeah. But you know, the other parts of it do. That's the only part that I felt like really falls after or doesn't hold up with with later watches.
0: Yeah. I was really upset that Ian knows about the glasses though.
1: I, yeah, no, I can see that. That bothers He has unlimited resources like (laughs) like (laughs) Yahoo and yahoo.com.
0: Yeah, Yahoo got a lot of love with, he's just like, you know, he has nearly unlimited resources and he's smart he's just like googling shit on his laptop right.
1: not even googling like, <laughs> yahoo.com yeah. but like in 2004 though like they had to go to like an internet cafe and look stuff up and this guy just had a laptop in his car so maybe that was supposed to be a sign you're, of like you have wealth and access to things yeah. you're not wrong I think it it was and it see, feels like legitimate but it just feels so it, it still is, like funny also he has Ooh. unlimited resources like no yeah, yeah. but he's not smart enough have to be figuring all these out like he's keeping up he does really good job who is up. like a big old history nerd and so of course yeah. he just knows all this stuff yeah so
0: i I, am, I guess curious in hindsight thinking about like 2004 and that sort of internet access i guess because like the site like the silence do good letters they're online <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the the FBI finds them very easily online, yeah, I mean, and it's like, oh, like these are copies of the, the Benjamin Franklin wrote these, and like, mm-hmm. still Ben has to like go and like try and find them from the, his dad, and then they have to go to the museum. It's like, does they do they just not have access to?
1: Well, he's also his dad doesn't. Maybe his dad is just like old and doesn't have internet. I don't know. Plus, remember they can't be there too long. Cause the FBI is coming after them. Although well, right. again, that's another thing where they're like, we have a couple hours, and I'm like what do you mean? Your dad lives apparently like right outside (laughs) DC and he's your dad. So like, they're gonna come knocking or at the very least calling.
0: Yeah. They have to do the whole thing with the kid though. Like, Riley sends the, the kid in to like, Look at the silence letters and like write down the cipher yeah. and everything. They don't just pull it up on the internet or whatever.
1: Maybe there so. wasn't an internet cafe in your urban outfit. Or... Yes, I don't know. Not I... that urban, apparently. Yeah. Be- Benjamin Gates also feels
2: like the fuck your Kindles kind of personality. Like, <laughs> yeah. not just I don't want to use this. Like, it's not legitimate if we don't do this with paper and by going to the museum to look yeah. at them. Yeah. He feels like he'd want to go to the original source material if he could
1: over Google whereas everybody else is like they're right here man yeah maybe that's also just part of it like showing all the different historical things and being like ah yes he does this the old fashioned way and Ian is bad because he just looks things up on yahoo.com yeah Yeah. I also got the impression that the FBI was looking at like archives
2: that maybe only they had access to or something when they were online were they just on a browser I thought they were just on a browser like like someone's like what are these and he said found them yeah, but they didn't it. do the cipher with them, though. They were just like, oh, no, let's yeah. do the letters or these. Right. Like, the other two
1: groups needed to look at them closely yeah. to get yeah. the cipher cracked. So that makes sense to me. Maybe this was more so just he knows a place where the letters are where this kid can just count them. Instead of trying to be like, oh... Gotta make sure he, this website has them all in order. And he also feels he like he'd go up to the
2: kid and be like, Kid, do you want to be part of history? Do you want to learn something really yeah. cool? Like, look at these
1: letters. And he'd give him like a 10 minute yeah. spiel about how important. And then be like, like, Okay, go to page eight, line four, 19th. I'll give you a dollar. Could this make him bank?
0: Yeah, there were so many of those little, like as they were writing them down, there were yeah. a lot. There
1: are a lot. Mm-hmm.
0: That's a that's a pretty good... It was at
1: least and then best. the guy gave him, what, like $100 just yeah, to tell that, him yeah. what the last other things were?
0: Like that, that kid. I hope he went places. Me got, too. He's got it figured out. Yeah, I was also disappointed at the end when Ian gets captured. The whole heist of the Declaration of Independence, he, he's got, you know, he's got all the little devices that they put together they you know they're counting down it's like you know this door 30 seconds mm-hmm. this door you've got 60 seconds and like everything goes really smoothly they've got this whole thing to get into the the basement of the wherever it's kept the preservation room, room where yeah. well, big the big right no i meant the building at like the big building it's, i it's, actually like, forgot the name the, of it the earlier national archives whatever whatever it is the yeah. down to the preservation room they've got it all figured out and then at the end the plan is just like on a dimly lit street we're gonna use some bolt cutters and like (laughs) break into this church but at the same
1: time like he was trying to steal a heavily guarded declaration of independence at like a highly attended security is on the one hand both tight and lax at this place so like he has to have this whole plan whereas the other ones just go into a house and so, like, yeah, you don't really need to have set timers and do all these fancy things. You just got to bust the door I feel like I feel the, like the plan open. could have been... It could have been better, but, like,
0: he also nuanced. didn't
1: expect the FBI to be...
0: Yeah. on his There were just like five of them skulking around outside this church yeah, with bolt cutters. They it's they like <laughs> <the one laughs>
1: very conspicuous lo- yeah. suspicious Yeah, it wasn't spread out at all. I one feel like
0: Ian look- could have put a little bit more effort into that one.
1: Even if it was just him him
2: lock picking or something. Yeah. Like even just like I would imagine him standing facing the street lock picking like behind his back because yeah. yeah. he's a cool criminal and he can do that. Yeah. Yeah. That small
1: change would have been better. Yes. Yeah. Or just anything more stealthy. Like, if it had been two of them, if one of them, like, knocks on the door to pretend like they're trying to do something, and then the other one, I don't know, creates some sort of a distraction, not just, let's all stand here and hope no one is paying attention. Yeah. Maybe he was just desperate by that point. He was sick of the treasure hunt.
0: Yeah. Speaking of treasure hunting... Does the Gates family just sort of suck at it? I think,
1: well, they said the secret lies with Charlotte, and I think...
0: That was the one clue for 170 years. Yeah,
1: but, like, so I would like to think that someone should have found it. But also, if it's that vague, you don't know if Charlotte is a person or a boat or a really good drink at your favorite restaurant? I don't know. And then Riley is the one who was like, oh yeah, based on this and this and this and all his science words that made it seem like it's not just a simple like, oh, it washed up over here. Like it sank and then you had sunk. It went down. And then (laughs) you had to calculate it. So... And they did. he did need
2: resources to be able to get up there and like have the tools ready to excavate the ship. Yeah, like Ian funded
1: everything he said. Yeah, but
0: like his his dad at some point is like i wasted 20 years of my life on it but like what was he doing no, for 20 he's like, years he's like trying to figure like, out
1: what charlotte is
0: but but if he wasted 20 years trying to figure out what charlotte is that means he's not very good at treasure hunting because Nicolas cage figured it out and he, of course he needed like the resources to go and find it and everything but like it, do, it they, does, they had they had the one clue for 170 years and nobody be until nicholas cage like, got it
1: it would have been better if it was like the third clue that they were on or something
0: yeah because
1: at least other people would have found something and them finding it would have motivated other family members to be like my granddad found this clue so I'm gonna be the one to find this clue or even if the line that he says wasn't it
2: was a boat it was like you found where the Charlotte ended up or something like that
0: like his father had no idea it was even a ship
2: because the tricky part is finding the ship after realizing it is a ship yeah but like they probably should have figured that out
0: Yeah, he could have if you researched something for 20 years, I think like at some point it would come up. like with like, all our
2: historical knowledge, like I'm sure they've reread the Silence Do Good letters yeah. a million times to find yeah. any reference to any Charlotte. But I feel because they're so steeped in history, Benjamin Gates just knows everything. Ben's... He would have known of all like important Charlottes yeah in any person's yeah life. He knows what old street names were, as we probably know, is what old drinks were. That was, like, slang for something. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and even Benjamin... Like when they get out there, they dig up to the Charlotte with these mail-order metal detectors yes. and like tiny yeah. ice picks. Like if the ship had been buried under more than three inches of snow, what was the plan? <laughs> what were they gonna do? Come
2: back another day, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I can forgive the movie like that part because that's not the part we're interested in. Yeah. You know, like we don't want several minutes of actual Arctic excavation. We just want yeah. them to get into the boat.
0: I mean, I guess so. The opening. I mean, the opening sequence is like. There's, it's kind of bananas we start with this flashback to 1974 we've got the kid in the attic sort of shiftily looking for the secret book that he knows about for some reason and then he finds it and his grandpa immediately confronts him is like you're not supposed to be up here looking for that and then immediately he's like well all right let me tell you everything <laughs> and then it's like You'll flash- live now." it's like flashback to 1832 flashback to ancient egypt Flashback to ancient Rome. So it's a wild it's ride. Like, it's yeah. It it takes like six minutes from the kid. It's
1: a big treasure. Yeah, from like... <laughs> you gotta make sure the audience knows. Yeah. it's a big freaking treasure.
0: Yeah, but like to go from the kid to Nicolas Cage in the Arctic, it's like it's only six minutes, and we go through like all of history in that period of time. It's amazing. It's, it's a, very economical. it's a wild ride. Yeah a wild ride
1: I just really like that when they do find the Charlotte and he finds the little little pipe boat thing that that's what they need at the end to get in the thing I don't know I'm very fond of like hold on to all your clues this is gonna be a key part later instead of just one thing happens to go to another and they don't connect I was just a very big fan of them connecting
0: yeah yeah, I was also a little bit confused. Maybe this is just the movie has some some plot holes. I think that's something that we can all no, acknowledge and accept. What? <laughs> like, like what? Like the father is talking about how it's all been a wild goose chase. There's one clue leading to the next clue leading to the next. clue. And then he never progressed past. But nine, there was only one clue <laughs> for only for over a hundred years. They only have the one clue. I just wanted to say wild Although... goose chase so I could plug the untitled goose game. <laughs> Hallie and I spent our weekend playing the Untitled Goose Game and like texting each other back and forth <laughs> yes. about our progress. It's really great.
2: It was a good weekend, an unproductive weekend. Yeah. But a real good one.
0: Yeah. So if you ever, if you ever wanted to be a goose, and just <laughs> Untitled Goose w- Game, ruin a bunch of people's lives. <laughs>
1: this is the game for you.
0: This is the game for you.
1: My, being devil's advocate though, sure. one thing that I will say. That it could be. Like, we know that they didn't get past that first clue, but maybe they thought, like, oh, the Charlotte is this person's wife or something, and then they, like, go to something, and then they find something that seems like another clue. So I will give them that. Maybe people were actively following things that they thought were clues, and then it just turned out that it was nothing because they clearly didn't follow the right path and had dumb clues that weren't anything so maybe it was that, and that's what he means by this, and that's how people spent their 20 years, not just sitting at a desk like, what is the Charlotte? The <laughs> Gates family does have a reputation within the academic community,
2: apparently. Yes,
0: that's true, I'm, I'm curious as to how that was built.
2: Right, and I the... really want the movie to explain that more to yeah. me. Like, I want Abigail Chase after she's like, wait, you're part of
1: the Gates? To like, really elaborate To on be that. like, you're the one who they broke into this, and they did this and this one that was like, your family
2: yeah. when he hides his name and he's like
1: you don't want to say Gates we won't get any respect here like I just I want to know yeah. I, I want to know but also Gates has got to be kind of a common last name yeah, it's like not too bad
0: yeah you think he probably publishes under his full name Benjamin Franklin Gates
1: Benjamin Franklin <laughs> Gates. <laughs> Gates he could go buy isn't his dad's Cino. name like
0: John Adams Gates or something too I think so they all have wow a...
1: so they're all just a big family of nerds
0: yeah Real nerdy family. Speaking I say of, that with love <laughs> in my heart. Speaking of family, <laughs> I was so certain at the end when they found the empty room that the message of the movie was going to be the real treasure is family and acceptance. You can't like,
1: hype up a big treasure that you take six minutes to explain <laughs> and have flashbacks <laughs> to ancient Egypt and ancient Rome and have it there be a treasure map on the back of the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> to have the treasure be family and acceptance like
2: but like it and is, they had though, that moment they're not wrong they have the moment where like the yeah. movie gives us that without letting us know that there's going to be a fun actual treasure. But, like, I... That's my favorite part, that there just is a treasure, because, yeah. like... Yeah. I would have been so mad, honestly, if it went into they National Treasure. They would not treasure have had a second like, movie. Right? Like, I'm here for a fun romp about a yeah. treasure map I'm a Declaration of Independence, and you're telling me... I don't want some
1: life lesson like, about how on. I should, like, appreciate my That's, not, that's family. not part of
2: the contract we are <laughs> no. signing when I come into this theater. Yeah. You know? But, I, but like, that's another... Where it walks the line so well, it gives you us know. a legitimate lesson and like a heartfelt moment that
1: doesn't feel cheap. It no. feels you know earned. It feels they like, had the father son reconciliation and they're all like, yeah, we'll keep looking. Like we'll do this. Yeah, like family work,
2: family, etc.
1: But I love you, son. Like that's And then they have nice. the real moment. Yeah, and then where it's they like <laughs> the treasure.
2: <laughs>
0: <He's> <laughs> yeah, the real moment. Yeah. Totally yeah. I sort of felt like they were setting up for a sequel. Like his dad's like you know. Ben is really disappointed that there's no treasure, and his dad's like, "Well, we'll just keep looking for it." And Abigail is in, and they're gonna find it in the next movie. But yeah. then it's like, "No, wait." <laughs> <laughs> Fam- <laughs> the message isn't family. The real treasure is gold. <laughs> but like,
2: I don't think they're necessary. I don't think they're necessarily mutually exclusive. Is the thing? I think the movie makes both things. Yeah. It lets you have the true life lesson, and it lets you have
1: the gold. And apparently the scrolls from the library in Alexandria, (laughs) because those are in there. Yeah. Um, Although, God, that's so infuriating, though, because this one, like, it could have set it up perfectly for a sequel there, and then it didn't. Well, like, it obviously, like, leaves the door open, but it isn't a clear, like... See you next time on this episode of this. The end of the second one is a perfect lead into <laughs> a third movie, and you're like, oh my god, it's probably already filming. No, <laughs> what is that meme or tweet that's like me refreshing my browser on the national yeah. time
2: 3 three weeks <laughs> constantly?
1: Because they set it up so well. Okay, I haven't seen the second. Oh my god, it's so good. Okay, I'm gonna watch it okay. like th- this week.
0: The other thing, I I was wrong about the Illuminati in my you were, you I were. was wrong. It was the Knights Templar slash Freemasons. Yeah, it yeah. was those
2: guys. It was the, the other the other two. Organizations.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's only there's three, and I picked the wrong <laughs> the wrong one. They're pretty, kind of fun though, right? Knights Templar conspiracies.
1: I know yeah, nothing about them. You guys were like, of course it's these guys, and I was like, Sh- yeah, yeah, I knew that. Like, mm-hmm. I really only. Like, I'm not surprised that there are other secret things, but I thought, like, the Illuminati was, like, it.
2: Yeah. And so many guys
1: are like, here are the other two. The Knights Templar are, like, they
2: feature the Maltese Falcon as the originators of the Maltese Falcon, or some holy order that is at least similar to the yeah. Knights Templar They're, that had yeah. treasure. And uh, I unironically love the Da Vinci Code. It's oh, like I want
1: pressure. to see it so time. badly because it seems like national treasure. It's, yeah, it's like
2: that. It's a <laughs> <this Tom laughs> good time, and I and I love it. They feature heavily in Vinci uh, Code*. Yeah, oh, and it's, yeah.
1: it's just they're a good time. What is
0: it? What is it about like ancient shadowy organizations that hook people in?
1: I guess, it's all the shadows. <laughs> it's all the, the ancient, <laughs> like all of it. Modern conspiracies aren't good enough. You need an ancient one. Yeah. Modern conspiracies are dumb things, like everyone's a lizard. <laughs> like, like, that's a stupid one. But all these are like, oh my god, that is the reason why they have, for whatever reason, just a floating eye and a pyramid on the $1 bill. Like, it connects things that probably have reason, but no one knows about them at all.
0: Yeah. I don't know, it's, I guess, it's fine. Yeah i guess it does sort of create like a powerful them for like our scrappy team of us to be yeah, against yeah it's like i don't know the empire versus the rebels but you've got like the mystery and ritual and like history all put in together and, and like mean, people f- with swords like the knights templar are yeah, cool they're cool got-
2: and it kind of it feels like you become their descendants almost yeah. like your secret was safe for hundreds of years because it was waiting for me like, ho, mm-hmm. oh, you, like, this this magical historical secret was was all for me. Mm-hmm. I get to unlock it in the yeah.
1: future. And, it, you know, it's... it's like, and there's always a fun reveal of, like, person who's secretly in on it. Yeah. yeah. Like, even the FBI guy, he had the ring yeah. Yeah. on it. So he... I don't think he was, like, in on it. He was not part of stealing the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> but... There's always something like that. And then they're just like, which person's part of the Illuminati now? Yeah. And I guess it it feels like history is already
2: so inscrutable sometimes. We have, like, you know, documents and firsthand accounts and that kind of thing. But that's not, like, living it. So so much of it gets lost from time and we do the best that we can. And you
1: can read between the lines. And it's fun. It's a puzzle. It's a puzzle. Like, it's... Who doesn't love puzzles? But, like...
2: An unfamiliar one. You know, modern ones just aren't as interesting.
1: It's an escape room, but more fun. Yeah.
0: Sure. It did sort of feel like an it's escape a, room. Yeah. The movie did. Yeah.
1: You said it was That's such fun. an <laughs> like Yeah. Kristen, stupid comparison, but all right. Yeah. Thank I'm you for backing you. me up. I'm
0: with you. Yeah, there's all like secret riddles and stuff that you gotta figure out because you don't know and... what you're
1: looking for right you just yeah. find it and then you're like okay this means something let's put it together there's a bunch
0: of there's a bunch of stuff i'm not very good at and i guess riddles. so i garbage. garbage yeah
1: it's like comforting to think
2: because even conspiracies it's, it's a clue the secret lies with charlotte they don't want it to be found but they're like you can try yeah you know so like part of them It feels like someone's trying to communicate something to you from the past, Mm -hmm. but you have to earn it. And I really like that. Yeah. You have to be worthy or not. To be worthy. I'm really fond of books where, I guess movies also do this, but books and movies where like there are two concurrent stories, one in the past and one in the future where they have like the old person's diary or something Mm. like that. I really like that kind of stuff. Yeah. And they either live a parallel story or at the end they find something that like ties together the historical person's story it's 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 fun i like it connecting through the ages okay yeah yeah
0: yeah and the knights templar connects all the way through the ages because they, they sure still do. they still exist in the shadows yeah they're still yeah. there yeah
1: watching over the treasure
0: that was the last thing i had on my list is there anything else that you guys wanted to talk about
1: i'm gonna take that as a no, no. i got nothing <laughs> nothing else all and right that's it
0: national treasure
1: Facts 2004 <laughs> that's,
0: how, <laughs> that's how they all start. They all I mean, you don't normally get to look at my notes, but they all they all start like that.
1: It's just so funny because everything else is like detailed bullet points and like structured sentences and this one is facts 2004. Yeah. And that's it.
0: That's it. I like it. Does anybody have any on trivia to earn points?
1: I, should. Do, you I get, you should. do I get points just for having gone on two national treasure tours? I did one in Philadelphia and I did one when we went to uh, Mount Vernon. Because in the second movie, they go to Mount Vernon, that's where he kidnaps the president. Good, and so we got to go to point. the thing where they're like, this is where he takes the president. <laughs> and we're like, Wow. He stood here on this ground. The fake president. (laughs) (laughs) I was talking about Nicholas Cage. (laughs) (laughs) The (laughs) fake president. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think that should count for something. Because my family genuinely, unironically with all of our hearts, loves National Treasure. So we're like, yeah, we're going to the National Treasure Tour as if we would do anything else. Uh. I'm counting it, even if you guys don't. Okay, well, I get
0: a point. At least somebody is, because I'm not counting it. (laughs) It did. Does it remind you at all of Pirates of the Caribbean? It's produced by the same person, which is not really good trivia. But Jerry Bruckheimer did both the Pirates movies and the National Treasure movies.
1: They're both like fun, and not taking themselves too seriously, but still making like again pirates and a curse and they're actually like dead or undead i guess silly and that map on the back of the declaration of independence silly but you're still sitting there like invested in like the map on the back and the pirates and everything and i think they do a good job of having the lore and everything woven together into a story and it's just fun to watch both of them this
2: probably won't makes sense except to me because this in this inherently makes sense to me but they both have scope like define scope like like mouthwash no (laughs) like they're both high action pieces we have pirates on the open seas and ghosts and swords and guns and romance and we have stealing the declaration of independence heist magic heist uh historical treasure hunts some romance FBI is chasing me yada 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 not a good romance you know so they're both like it's not a good romance so I didn't say it was good and said it was thick. they're both like high stakes fast action paced adventure yeah, hi- yeah that kind of thing but, and, but they adventure. both do their best to add a little bit of like heart to the movie too like mm-hmm. the father something and national treasure I would say the Elizabeth and Will stuff and Jack's like freedom yeah side quest sort of thing mm-hmm. in Pirates of the Caribbean. They're both, like, down-to-earth family fun films while being
1: high-action fun. They have scope.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. Scope.
1: So similar to what I said, but you no. defined it with the word scope. I said a sentence, and then I elaborated on that sentence. Okay.
0: Yeah, no, I agree with that. I think I felt... I felt something similar. I don't know that I would use the word scope. It's because it's a dumb word.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's the smartest thing I've ever said. They have scope. Yeah. It's going to be my thing now.
1: I they have zero to scope. scope. <laughs> Where is it?
0: Yeah, they both tie in, like, the adventure high action type kind of thing with the what we're doing is kind of ridiculous but we're gonna roll with it anyways kind of thing like we
1: understand we understand
0: we're
2: extra
1: but we don't care and they've got the extra characters you've got jack sparrow you've got ben gates just doing their thing just doing their thing
0: yeah Yeah. a
1: girl who's pretty smart and is really not appreciated Mm -hmm. as much as she should be
0: yeah a lot of Disrespect for women. This
1: one is a lot <laughs> less thematically pirate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Much less thematically pirates. Yeah. This
1: one's thematically
2: history. Yeah. I don't like that one. I think Elizabeth Swann gets a little bit more meat. Than Abigail Chase. That's true. I think Abigail Chase. We we
1: came out feeling positively about Elizabeth Swan's character. I no. The thing is, I still feel very positively about Abigail Chase. I don't think there's anything that she does per se that makes you go like she's not that great of a character. It's more like how other people respond to her that diminishes air quotes uh, diminishes her power and status and everything. But. I still really like her. She's I mean, very Abigail competent. Is. She's very smart. Yeah, I just, I feel positive about... You're like, about... we came out on top liking Kira Knightley more. No,
2: no. What I said is I have positive feelings about Elizabeth Swann. So you and hate then Diane Kruger. You... <laughs> <laughs> like, I like Abigail, and I was like, oh, yeah, but here, we could play it back. And I tried to clarify a couple times, but you just keep talking. Why were you trying to interrupt my monologue? I, mean, I... <laughs> I feel generally positive about Elizabeth Swan's arc and circumstances and development, because she generally is, I mean, there's some, like, 1700s sexism things going on, but ultimately, like, her dad respects her choice, she gets Will, she gets to be a pirate. Norrington isn't as big
1: of a dick as as be. expect
2: him to be. She she goes through a thing and comes out fulfilled. Abigail Chase gets... Ben Gates taken along, yeah. and that's great on this ride. I guess. This yeah, and like everybody treats her worse, I think, in National Treasure than Elizabeth is generally treated. Out here to the Caribbean.
0: Yeah.
1: I wonder if she's treated better in the second one. I don't remember. It's been a while. Yeah. They don't show that one on TV as much.
0: Okay.
1: It's not.
2: It's not quite the classic. The first. One it's. Not. I say having not seen the second, but knowing mean that it isn't as much a classic because TV doesn't show it as often.
0: That is. That is the bar.
2: (laughs) That is the bar. That is scope. No.
0: (laughs) Yeah. All right. So that's that's National Treasure. That's
2: National Treasure. Speaking of movies that are on TV that is a bar for quality, Kristen decided the next movie by herself. Oh, yes, I I did.
0: I have a plot synopsis. Would you like to hear?
1: Should we tell them what what it is? No. (laughs) You just have to guess.
0: So for the next episode. It's Halloween, and Holly and Polly are tired of fitting in. Ever since moving to their new home in the suburbs, the young twin witch sisters have had to hide their magical powers from their classmates, but Halloween is their holiday, and they're going to make the most of it. They invite everyone over for the best haunted house ever, and once they summon the ghosts of the damned, it's sure to be a party no one will ever forget. Hijinks ensue, spells are cast, Kids are turned into frogs, and some of those Sleeping Beauty poison apples get mixed into the apple bucket. It's a lighthearted romp about being yourself no matter who you have to curse, and it's Hocus Pocus, our film for next week.
1: Did you pick Holly and Polly just because it goes with Hocus and Pocus?
0: That's their nicknames.
1: I also haven't seen Hocus
2: Pocus. Great, this will be a, a catching still, up, David first. It will. It will
1: be. It will be.
0: Catching up. I, you Hallie probably still also.
1: know more. <laughs> I appreciate I, the amount of like detail that went into Yeah, this. that was a really good synopsis.
0: That's, I would watch that movie. I really am that
1: all caps of there and ever. Yeah, <laughs> Halloween is their holiday. It
0: is. It's their holiday. Yeah. Yeah, That's what we're watching next week. That's
1: Holly and Polly. Holly yeah. and Polly's <laughs> Halloween adventure. Yeah. Couple of poison it apples. Hol-
0: it being Halloween was the only thing that I knew. Because... <laughs> <'cause, laughs> Kristen told me it's that Halloween is coming up and that it takes place during Halloween.
1: I wasn't even thinking of this movie when I was thinking of movies at work today. I was thinking of, oh God, what's it called? It has Sandra Bullock and Nicole Kidman. They're sisters. Oh. They're witches. Because <laughs> I was thinking of this movie and then I was like, hmm, Halloween's coming up. Practical Magic. Have you not seen Practical? God. No. Uh, Anyway, I was thinking of that movie, and then just got to thinking about fun Halloween movies, and I was like, ah, yes, Halloween. Everyone's going to be talking about Hocus Pocus. Already on Instagram, I've seen so many ads for Hocus Pocus-themed shirts. <laughs> yeah, the Hocus
2: Pocus love is very strong this year. It's like... I, right, who have not seen it, have just seen it and, bandied about yeah. on the no, social No, I feel
1: like the last four years, it truly just, like... It's had a renaissance. It just it came back.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The out per- of nowhere. The perfect time to watch... Holly
1: Holly and Polly. And their Halloween party. Yeah. Yeah. So, good times.
0: Yeah. So that's going to be our episode for next week. And thank you for tuning in. Goodbye.
1: Adios. Bye.